0: On this week's episode of Let's Talk About It, we are going to explore The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, reviews, other things about the show we enjoyed, and of course, inviting you into a conversation about that. And then we're going to continue by talking about biblical justice. You're here. You made it. Now let's talk about it. Hello there Yo
1: And welcome to this episode of Let's Talk About It
0: I'm Malcolm And I'm Micah
1: That's it, that's really the intro (laughs) to the show Uh, I don't have anything else to add Love, how are you doing? (laughs) On this lovely, lovely day
0: Well right now I am celebrating the gift of that awkward moment that we just shared with our listeners It's a gift Yeah.
1: Every moment is a gift
0: Every moment is a gift (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing? I'm doing great,
1: I'm glad to be back Doing this with you I enjoy our However often we record you guys will never know Um,
0: Yikes We didn't even need to do that We could have just left that behind the curtain No Yeah. Viewers come
1: here for us (laughs) But they also come to see behind the curtain
0: That's Okay Yeah
1: Every episode (laughs) is like that scene in The Wiz Where they see The Wiz behind the curtain And it's just Richard Pryor it's not anybody special.
0: So every episode brother. is is traumatic and deeply disappointing, <laughs> is what I'm hearing.
1: I was going to say we learned something about the reality of the world. I but felt okay. betrayed.
0: I didn't feel like I was learning anything.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs>
1: um, what are we talking about today, my love?
0: Well, I already told everybody. No, I'm just kidding. We are finally talking about The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Boom. And I'm excited because we had a lot to say about it before we started recording. It is. For
1: a show that was only six episodes, it was. It was. It was a lot in those six episodes. Chock
0: full of yes. talking points.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, this was the second Marvel show that came out
0: it was.
1: Um, on Disney Plus. First was WandaVision, which we also thoroughly enjoyed. We just probably won't talk about it. Yeah. Um, I think the moment has passed and this is i don't want to say it's more interesting but there's some there's some some deeper
0: things at work in this, mm. this captain america see see i disagree i, uh, I mean i loved i loved Vision. yeah i think it i mean it wasn't as much social commentary thank you yeah i'll give you that i'll give you that
1: come on micah <laughs> this is that's your thing media <laughs> and and content as a social... See, see
0: now I want to talk about it because I think I agree with you. Yes, not as much social commentary in WandaVision, but I think the commentary it had on relationships and grief and loss. It was mental like health, mental health. I was like, oh, some good stuff in here. But that is another non-existent it's a episode. Whole another thing. <laughs> um, and what we're going to finish with today is talking about justice, mm. but really answering the question: Well, if this is what. Folks in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier think about justice. What does God think about justice? So,
1: And which is more important? We'll debate it. No, not
0: really. I mean, that'd be a very short debate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't say it's going to be long. <laughs> Might be a short episode. It'll be a short
1: episode. Um,
0: yeah. But yeah, that's what we have planned for today. Yes.
1: So yeah, this show starts out we get, this is following the events of um, Avengers Endgame. Um, blip. The blip. Um, even though that's not what it's called in the
0: it's in weird the
1: movie. Yeah, it's called. It's
0: what is it called?
1: I don't know. The, I don't know yeah, if anybody calls it anything. Right, because it was happening. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um,
1: but it's after that. We've obviously Steve Rogers is now retired as Captain America. There's mm-hmm. a big vacuum, and you know, at the end of Endgame, he gives the shield to Sam, he also connects. known as Win- as the uh, Winter shoulder, as the as. Bl- <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do it, so, do like it.
1: The, like, do it. You can't do make me. It. Uh, also, notice the Black Falcon. Falcon. <laughs>
0: also known as Falcon. Oh, that moment was so delicious. Hey, y'all, it's Black, it's Black
1: Falcon. Falcon. <laughs> um, and so you know the the assumption there is like, oh, new, of course,
0: new Captain America.
1: We got it. We did. Yeah. That was easy, but. Sam didn't want it
0: he wanted to be all noble he wanted
1: to be all noble and he he felt like he wanted to just let the legacy be what it was and so this whole movie is basically about him (laughs) getting the shield back getting the shield and doing what he should have done at the beginning of the show becoming Captain America for
0: five and a half episodes
1: um but one of the interesting things about this is that it really explores this complicated relationship between Bucky and Sam
0: complicated is a good way to describe something that
1: that they showed in the movies a little bit but i didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to it Mm -hmm. um but when it comes down to it it is a pretty complicated relationship
0: it is it is and it makes me curious about um like for bucky there was this moment where he they're sitting in the room with the therapist and you know i think i think what he says basically is you know if if Oh, goodness. What was Captain America's name? Steve. Steve, thank you. If Steve got it wrong about you, then he got it wrong about me. Mm -hmm. So you have Bucky wrestling through for for really the entire show. And that's really what he was doing with his therapist. Wrestling through the process of healing from being weaponized for a significant part of his life. But he was also wrestling with what is my identity now that I'm not that anymore? Mm-hmm. And I think he was trying to project a little bit of that onto Sam as well. Mm-hmm. And Sam was just like minding his own business. He was yeah. like, I'm not really concerned about whether Steve got it right about you. I didn't think I was going to take up the shield. It didn't you know, seem proper. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really interesting that Bucky in this friendship with Sam, the ways that he was kind of projecting onto Sam, what he was trying to refine in his own mm-hmm. identity.
1: And I think there's a there's something to be said about these two people were friends, obviously friends, with Captain America, a.k.a. Steve Rogers, mm-hmm. um, but from different parts of his life. You know, Bucky knew him before he was Captain America, oh, when was. he was just Steve from Brooklyn, um, where he had to, f- to fight and defend Steve and all of those things. And Sam only knew him as Big Captain Steve. <laughs> yeah, Big Steve. Muscle Steve. <laughs> um, and so it's it was a different morning of the relationship for each one of them i mean literally bucky has known him for um, over a century yeah um and bucky i mean and sam knew him you know more recently and as captain america so they kind of both had different perspectives on who and what steve was and what he represented yeah because bucky obviously saw him when he was the little guy fighting for everything that he had Mm -hmm. and then you know, Sam knew him as the guy. Oh, he just—he's beating up everybody. I like. I'm this. Is my this is my guy.
0: Right, right. Which, which, when you see Bucky's reaction to Sam not taking up the shield, yeah. it makes you think about like who Bucky felt Sam was letting down. Mm. And I think Bucky saw Sam letting little Sam, Steve down, letting mm-hmm. little Steve down. Yeah. Who was this? Like, larger than life in a small package, noble, like, completely committed to principle, even if it risked his life, Mm -hmm. person. But for Sam, he was, quote, unquote, letting down a symbol that was completely self-sufficient.
1: Yeah.
0: In Sam's mind, it was like, I don't need to take up the shield because, like, Steve already did it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Steve. The, the, the shield is Steve. The shield is Steve. Is,
0: is, the sh- Steve? is, yeah. is, is in, and so why? If for Sam, it was like why? Why would I taint that? Mm-hmm. And why do? Why does someone need to take up the shield only to do the inevitable, which is to weaponize it and to exploit it? Mm-hmm. Um. So I, yeah, I really appreciate you bringing that up because that was really intriguing. Just seeing the different ways that Bucky saw Steve and how, yeah. you know, Sam saw Steve. Yeah
1: um the other interesting part of the show is a couple a couple things you know we, we get introduced to the initial replacement to
0: mm. um
1: captain mm-hmm. america who a has no powers and i think is oh. uh
0: oh he has powers that's a huge <laughs> ego that's,
1: <what> <laughs> that's not a power um, <laughs> and he uh let's just say he's morally um
0: Oh, compromise, compromise. We'll Let's say <laughs>
1: compromise.
0: Oh, Mister you know, Walker. I think the, the little
1: thing that you always in the in the Captain America movies is that the serum makes you more of what you already are.
0: Now, see that will that'll, that'll preach right there. Mm, but I'm I'm, I'm gonna calm
1: down. I'm gonna calm mm. down. Mm. Yeah, Hey, hey. <laughs> um, and so you know when he finally does not Mm -hmm. uh, not of any real um moral means gets (laughs) some of the super serum we see that he is Mm -hmm. not at all made of the stuff that captain america is made out of um and so you have this complicated new hero anti-hero that they added to this but then you have these so-called villains the flag smashers Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um it is not completely clear-cut whether or not they are good or
0: bad it's not
1: um and so the whole thing with the of Ashes is that they want the world to go back to the way it was during the blip when mm-hmm. half of the universe was gone. They thought the world was better. Um,
0: but could you say more about what they thought was better? Because for me, that was what was helpful in mm-hmm. conversation with you offline. Yeah. Because I was just kind of confused yeah, about they, that.
1: It really felt like they felt a real sense of community that people really were helping mm-hmm. each other. and And nobody was on their own. But then as the people that were lost came back that kind of communal feeling was gone.
0: Yep. Straight out the window.
1: Um, And so then the government gets involved and corporations get involved. Mm -hmm. You know, you have refugees now, people that were gone coming back and their homes are gone. Their families are, their families have moved on all of these things and they don't have anywhere to go. Right. Um, And so, you know, the, the flag smashers,
0: they Led took, by Carly.
1: Led by Carly, Morganthal, Um <laughs> took a very drastic approach to fixing this.
0: <laughs> that is one way to describe <laughs> by it. By
1: taking super serums and fighting <laughs> and destroying things, uh, but also did good things and getting medicine to people that need it, getting food to people and resources to people that need it. Um, but it's a very complicated, it's not clear cut.
0: No, it is not.
1: Um, the villains of the heroes in the show.
0: Which I would say... And again, I won't go into a full fledged monologue about WandaVision, but if you look at both shows alongside of one another, Mm -hmm. I think Marvel is playing with very one dimensional tropes of like the good guy and the bad guy, Um, which I don't know. Folks are kind of I mean, if if you're on Twitter, you've probably seen folks getting a little heated about, you know, whether whether Wanda was a villain or a hero. Mm -hmm. And it's like. I have thoughts about that but I won't share. <laughs> and but I think just the larger conversation is now we have to wrestle with even in cinema mm-hmm. more complicated portrayals yeah. of the good guy and the bad guy and I don't know. I think folks are kind of just thrown back by that a little bit.
1: I mean it really started in in Captain America Civil War.
0: True, yeah.
1: Where yeah. you saw them trying to do something good but it ended up killing mm. Mm -hmm. a lot of people and so who is the real
0: who's the real hero if
1: i'm a vigilante out here just fighting crime Mm
0: -hmm. with no
1: restriction Mm -hmm. am i really a hero if i'm causing more damage and more desolation along along the way right
0: right and then you had that conversation about as a hero should we just be beholden to our principles Mm. and our interpretation of right and wrong or should there be um oh goodness, what was the name of the, the legal document that they came The up with? Accords, the Kobe Accords. Accords. Yeah. Should there be something like the Accords that we're beholden to that's, I mean, ideally less powerful than us, mm-hmm. like we could break out of it if we want to, but it still holds us to something that's predictable yeah. for the people that we're protecting. And that was, I don't know, I thought that was a really nuanced, you know, kind of sub subtext in that movie. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. One of the other big aspects of this is this tux- touches on a lot of issues of race, um, yeah. both subtly and then pretty overtly. Um,
0: mm-hmm. So why don't we start subtle? Mm-hmm. Why don't we start subtle? Sam walks into a bank
1: <laughs>
0: with his sister.
1: Sounds like a joke.
0: <laughs> Two black folks walk into a bank <laughs> after the blip. One of them is a doggone hero that's been saving lives for the last, mm. you know, Whoever knows mm-hmm. And they try to get a loan And just because they black One of them can be a whole superhero But just because they black They couldn't get a loan
1: Mm-mm-mm.
0: And that bank well, man had the nerve there, to ask for a there picture There
1: also was the literal He had no credit like history Like no employment it's,
0: it's the black He had falcon. no
1: employment Or credit <laughs> history
0: <laughs> My credit history is that I'm the black falcon How about that And
1: and Sam goes into this thinking, oh, I can, oh, you need some money. Let me just, I got this. Like, let me just show my face. And it did not work.
0: (laughs) And look, his sister said, she already knew. Uh Like, she, she she knows what this country is. Yeah. And she knew that him sitting in that chair... You know, having just taken off his uniform three hours before, mm-hmm. meant it meant nothing.
1: I'm going to try to touch on something and not go all the way. Okay.
0: We'll okay. See, see Wait, let me put it. on my seatbelt, my harness. Let me hold myself and back. This
1: is a part of a big conversation that we probably need to have. Okay. And that needs to be like a four-hour episode. I'm ready. But this is the the dangers of tokenism. <gasps> you didn't. Yes. Sam is a symbol, and he thinks that it's literal currency for him, and it's not. Yes. He has all of this influence and, and power and ability, but it really and all
0: these sacrifices that he made,
1: and it comes when it comes down to it, it all amounts to nothing because he can't cash that in for anything that actually help himself Ooh, or the people he loves.
0: Mm, nope, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna respond because this is a this is a topic I'm very passionate about. I'm literally getting ready to explode.
1: <laughs> Stay tuned we're going to do an episode on this this, yeah. is, this is something that is not on our list Of show ideas but it needs to be It needs to
0: be need, but that that was very Well said Malcolm yes And that can't cash it in Woo And folks folks be trying to cash it in They be trying to cash it in And the way, the way that the bank set up here in America <laughs> <laughs> What you thought What you thought he was going to do with that Thank
1: you for your sacrifice Keep sacrificing. Keep sacrificing. See next time. We'll see you next time. <laughs> All right.
0: I think I did well holding did. back just now. i pat you myself did. on the back. Yes.
1: This could have been a two hour episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we have the very interesting kind of complex portrayal of the good guy, bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, the very interesting methods of the flag smashers. Mm-hmm. And... All of that culminates into this monologue.
1: Wait a minute before we get there.
0: Oh, wait. Yeah. What
1: do we we want to talk about Oh, that's right.
0: Yes. Yes. The more so we talked about covert issues of Mm -hmm. race going in the bank Mm -hmm. and let's talk about overt issues of race in this in the show.
1: So Sam as they're investigating try to find out more information about the flag smashers Um, Bucky says I know somebody that might have some that can help us figure out where the super serum is coming from Mm -hmm. and it's kind of he's kind of cryptic about what it is he's so they, very cryptic. they go to this house and they meet isaiah bradley um old black man just seems like a regular old black man come to find out he is one of the original people to take the uh super serum um
0: i, mm, I think it was either the a, original people to be given
1: to be given you're right be given the the super serum Um, I'm not sure about the timeline between him and Captain America. I'm assuming it's after or before. I think it was before. Before. Yeah. Um, He talks about he got all these powers and did all these things for the government. And then when he went, he wanted to save some soldiers that were behind enemy lines and they wouldn't let him. He did it anyway. And basically, they turned him into a criminal, Mm -hmm. put him in jail, you know, criminalized him, completely Mm -hmm. ruined his life, uh, made him seem like he was a villain when he was just trying to do the right thing. Um, And so it, it brings up a very different version of that super serum story that we did with captain america who literally did the same thing in the first captain america movie you think about literally he has all this power he's become this symbol and he's like i want to go save who what ends up being where bucky is Mm -hmm. and a bunch of other people from his unit and they're like don't go he goes and handles it brings it back and he's a hero
0: yep
1: so that is a direct i mean it's side by side
0: side by side
1: (laughs) you see the difference parallel yeah um in how the black, we'll call him the black, the original black Captain America. Yeah. And the first white Captain America are treated.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think what is, I would say pretty obvious, is that Isaiah Bradley is a kind of symbolic reference to yeah. the Tuskegee experiments. Right. Where you have these black, beautiful people who are, have basically been exploited, commodified, yeah. experimented upon. And as soon as they were not useful mm-hmm. to the government or to the cdc in this case mm-hmm. um you know in the in the case of the tuskegee experiments they were disposed of yeah. and it took goodness when did they finally get that legislation to to finally offer reparations to the families it was know. pretty recent mm-hmm. and it's i mean diabolically recent mm-hmm. um but it's really this idea that black bodies are expendable exploitable here in this country Mm -hmm. even to the point where they can make the same sacrifices Mm -hmm. um the same choices essentially as white bodies do you Mm -hmm. know hearkening back to what you said about steve making the decision to go rogue after he got the serum yeah but he gets he gets a shield and Mm -hmm. gets to be hailed as a hero Mm -hmm. and isaiah bradley was literally cast down into oblivion he's Living off in, in the cut somewhere, New Orleans, you mm-hmm. know, doesn't you know, hadn't had a chance to to not be in recognized, there. Or not
1: recognized or remember, not recognized or remember, completely written him off off the record book,
0: right? And so, of course, there was the conversation, um, about was the statue that Steve, that Sam mm-hmm. got for Isaiah Bradley was it sufficient? Mm-hmm. And you know, I think. We could have a conversation about that. The correct
1: answer is wasn't enough. It wasn't
0: enough. It, it didn't make something. up for everything, yeah. but it was something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think it's it, this is emblematic of two different generations of us, particularly black people in America, mm-hmm. where you have the black people who've been through the civil rights movement who've like, for example, like when a Barack Obama's first running for president, mm-hmm. there are people that are like, they ain't never going to let no black president ever. Because I've seen Jesse Jackson. I saw Mm -hmm. Shirley Chisholm. I Mm -hmm. saw all of these people try and how nothing happened.
0: Nothing happened.
1: Um, And then you have this generation like Sam who have now seen a black president and said, you know what? The world is different now.
0: Yeah. And And so
1: both of those realities are still the same. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And both of them are technically correct. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I appreciate that you said that because it's, it's not like we're saying, oh, the symbol is sufficient. Yeah. But we are saying it; it 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 has some kind of value. But I think what,
1: but you can't cash that in.
0: You can't cash that in. And (laughs) I think, you know, I think white white supremacist America really does attempt to cash in those symbols and be like, yeah, we gave y'all a statue, or we took ancient mama off the box. I'm sorry, off of the no, off the box in this case. Um, (laughs) Like we 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 did these symbolic gestures. Mm -hmm. Isn't that enough? Mm And we're like, No no, no, we need we need the rest of that, please.
1: This reminds me of that meme. It's it's one of my favorite things I've seen on Twitter. He said, you know, black people talk about they want equality and we want reparations. We want y'all to treat us right, and y'all just keep giving us dumb symbols like ww.ed oh, internet. Like, mercy
0: <laughs> <or can laughs> it's we, not what we asked for. It.
1: Don't just stop naming stuff
0: Please stop naming and unnaming stuff. <laughs> that is not what we asked you for.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, help us, Lord.
1: Um. So, yeah, I mean, there's more issues. I mean, I, I was excited to see the show set in in New Orleans. A lot of it, you know, yeah. Sam's family is there and that beautiful scene when they're, you know, the one of the big subplots is his his um, sister is trying to uphold this boat that I guess has been in their family. Yeah. They're like shrimpers or, or fishermen or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just becoming too much for her. She wants to sell it. But after they try numerous ways to get money to try to raise money, the community just comes out. They remember the family name. And they're like, "Hey, can you just come out and help?" And so the community comes out. They have a big crap uh, crawfish boil, and they just work on the on the boat. The people bring parts that they have lying around, it and they fix so it up. Beautiful. Um, and so that's one of the things I think it's one of the things that, ironically, the flag smashers are fighting for. Is that that spirit of camaraderie that community people helping each other because mm-hmm. we need help? we can't do this. The world is different than it was before the blip there's less there's literally less people people that we love are gone mm-hmm. but this is an opportunity for us as a community to come together and help each other,
0: which I would say is is a beautiful kind of side commentary about all of the the you know violence that carly was trying to use in order to get back to this ideal Mm -hmm. and here it is always coursing through the black community like we like we always gonna have each other's backs always and we don't need you know you to go drink some serum and start beating up folks (laughs) it's just in it's in our dna because we've needed to do that in order to survive in this country but it's just it's kind of sad that carly felt that she needed to go through all of that, you know, in order to accomplish that on a larger scale. And it's like, no, here, you know, here, here it's always been in the black community.
1: So now we can get to Sam's monologue.
0: (laughs) So now Mm -hmm. we can get to Sam's monologue. So Sam finally takes up the shield, five and a half episodes in. Black
1: Black Captain America.
0: Black Captain America. (laughs) um, And he saves the day, right? And you've got this, this beautiful monologue toward the end. I call it beautiful because I think. It's finally a nuanced um, monologue. And he starts having this conversation with one of the senators after everything is said and done. And, you know, he's really bringing up some interesting things about what is expected of us as people when it comes to justice. Like, Mm -hmm. how do we make things right? How do we do good after the blip? And there was a moment, I think it starts off with... Um, the senator basically asking Sam, well, the senator makes a comment and calls them terrorists, mm-hmm. um, the flash smashers who are being led by, by Carly. And Sam is like, you know what? You really need to stop calling them that. Mm-hmm. And so he begins this conversation with the senator. And there's a point where this where the senator asks, you know, OK, so all those settlements that we launched five years ago, you really think the government should be paying for those? Mm-hmm. And black Captain America <laughs> is just like, yes, period. <laughs> um and then the senator responds with, okay, and so, you know, all the people that reappeared, having nowhere to live, they just end up homeless. And the senator makes this comment, you just, you have no idea how complicated this situation is. And then that's when black Captain America goes in. Like, who do you think you, t-? no, that's not what he said. But basically, mm-hmm. he's like, I'm a black man in mm-hmm. America wearing the shield of Captain America. Mm-hmm. And you think I don't understand how complicated stuff is? Yeah. And he's basically like, yes. You need to know how complicated stuff is because y'all be trying to make it all simple up there in your ivory towers. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was just a very nuanced conversation about what does it mean to do good? What does it mean to do justice? Mm -hmm. And so what we ended up kind of chatting about me and Malcolm is. If this is what, you know, Captain America thinks about justice, Mm -hmm. like. I wonder what God thinks mm. <laughs> about about justice. Mm-mm. Um. So why don't we get this conversation started with just kind of brass tacks, Malcolm? Like when you think of the word justice, what comes to mind for you?
1: Let me see. When I think of justice, as it should be, or how it is, mm.
0: let's say both. Let's okay. say like what what have you observed? that justice it like is in most people's minds. Mm -hmm. And then like, what, what should it be
1: justice in, especially in, in our American, uh, Americanized justice system is reactionary. Mm -hmm. It's very reactionary. It's punitive. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a, it's all about avenge. Usually it's about avenging something.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Avenging a wrong. Um, but I think justice in its pure sense is way more restorative. Yeah. It's more about making things right but that doesn't always satisfy the the vengefulness that I think permeates our justice system.
0: That's true. Yeah. And I would agree with you. I think there's this very reactionary punitive definition of justice in the American imagination. Mm -hmm. And so what I think Sam was getting at is this idea that justice really should be, an ideal mm-hmm. and it's not just a response yeah. and I think that's what like that's the contrast that you saw with the senator between the senator and new new Captain America mm-hmm. was that the senator was just like look we're just trying to respond to what happened like mm-hmm. you have folks pop back up on the earth after five years we're just trying to react to that mm-hmm. and Sam was like no like ask questions figure out what are we aiming toward what do we want our society to look like after mm-hmm. this and so I think when we ask the question what does God think about justice or, or you know, how would God imagine justice to be? Mm-hmm. I think at its core, it is imaginative. It's something that that God is pushing humanity toward yeah. and not just like getting us back to or like responding to something. Yeah.
1: I think this also this also um, kind of peppers the debate, particularly in the church about social justice, it's because the mm. word justice has such a, a connotation to it now in, in our context because justice implies a punishment. It implies
0: good point. loss. Yeah.
1: And if you look at it from that perspective, then you're going to have a really hard time getting on board with social justice uh Focuses in church or discussions in church or discussing what, how God feels about social justice, because in your mind, it's punitive.
0: Exactly. It's reactionary.
1: But really, it's it's all about restoration and making things right to the way that they should be, as they ought to be.
0: Right. Um, right.
1: And if you look at it as I'm losing something in this, then you're never going to be able to get on board with what God is doing it through social justice in yeah, our society yeah. but if you look at it as this is how god is making things as they're supposed to be mm-hmm. and how we are taking part in that work and your perspective changes the value of what you do what you have does it change if we are all sharing it and we're living in this community it's about it's really social justice is really about our relationship to one another right more right. so than it is about taking or punishing right or anything like that
0: right yeah i <laughs> yes. <laughs> All the yes to that. Um and and I really appreciate that you brought up this this terminology, mm-hmm. social justice, and how in the American imagination, because justice is so punitive, I could see how I mean I'm just gonna have to say it. A lot of um more politically conservative and socially conservative white people mm-hmm. hear that phrase and they're and what they're hearing is social punishment. Yep. And or, you know, social retaliation, because that's what justice is in America. It's punishment and it's retaliation against the criminal. Mm -hmm. And for the biblical imagination, what we're saying is that, no, you know, God has offered this description in the Bible, which is we have to say it is insufficient. Mm -hmm. There's something there's something more beautiful beyond what we can imagine or think of that God has in mind when God says the word justice. Right. But here in the Bible, it's been described this way Mm -hmm. that we're aiming towards something that we ought to see between one another. Mm -hmm. And I like what you said about the relationships between one another, because when we look at the Genesis poem, um, you know, the creation poem in Genesis, what's being described there is a perfect set of relationships between all things in creation, yep. so between God and people, between people and people, mm-hmm. between people and ourselves, mm-hmm. so a shameless relationship with ourselves, and then between people and creation. Mm-hmm. Those four relationships have been completely distorted exactly. by sin, and so what God is is imagining when He imagines justice, or when they imagine justice, is we're getting we're aiming toward a perf- a perfect set of those four relationships and so when i think of like scriptures and that i think really capture this well i think of isaiah 65 which is basically the prophet isaiah is describing what the world will look like after god is done completely making everything right Mm -hmm. and there's this there's this beautiful image of like weapons being reshaped into plowshares. Mm. So it's this example, uh, it's this image of things that we once used to harm one another will will now be reshaped into things used to cultivate and to bring more life into the world. Mm -hmm. And then there's also this image of, I believe it's either a wool, it's wolves or lions laying with lambs. Mm -hmm. And so this idea of there will be no more, um, devouring of one another in order to take sustenance from one another Mm. but we will be able to coexist without exploiting or harming one another so it's just these beautiful images of like this is how god wants us to coexist yeah once everything is as it should be Mm -hmm. so i'm you know i'm I'm getting i'm getting a little i'm getting a little (laughs) revved up but um yeah i would just encourage folks you know if if you are if you are you know followers of jesus or or even not like if you're listening to this and you're just like the church has been extremely confusing when it comes to justice i just want to say i'm i'm sorry cuz yeah. i know that just has looked really confusing but if you want to just read some beautiful poetry about what we think God is imagining when God says the word justice, Mm -hmm. head over to revelation 21, head over to Isaiah 65. Mm -hmm. Like those are just really beautiful pictures of, of what we think God thinks about it. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And B, I I hate this phrase in and of itself. It (laughs)
0: fits what we're going to change that you want to see. You
1: know,
0: you, it's true.
1: You know, (laughs) it starts with our own behavior and our own choices. It really does. Um, and how we treat people. Mm -hmm. Um, we can't, you know, sure one person can't change the world. More than likely it's not gonna be you. So <laughs> work,
0: work I mean you think one person did change the world. Hey, but I but he mean. was
1: a little bit more than a person. He well, shut hey, he hey, hey oh the son of man. <laughs> hey. Um <laughs> sorry we got off a little off track. But start with your own sphere of influence, your right. own relationships, your own family, your own friends. Um, and change what you can change. And I think if we all do our part, we can make the world a little bit better as we go along and try to teach the next generation the right way to do things.
0: That's, that's the whole um, point.
1: And then, you know, the Holy Spirit does the work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We are not in the results business. Thank the Lord, because we would fail every oh single my. time. Yeah, we do not need um, to be in charge of the results. Thankful that, <laughs> uh, thank you, Lord, that we have a comforter and uh, mm-hmm. uh, advocate who works on our behalf. Yeah. So this week on the show. We reviewed Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Um, Yes, the show did change, and I did change the title. You
0: did. You did. (laughs) That's a professional
1: move there, kids. Uh, We talked about the complicated Flag Smashers, Mm -hmm. what they were fighting for, both good and bad. And were they really
0: the villains? Mm -hmm. Question mark?
1: You be the judge. We talked about the complicated um, views of race in the show, talking about Isaiah Bradley mm-hmm. uh, with the direct connection to the Tuskegee experiments made on black uh, military um, servicemen. Um, and then we also talked about the monologue by Sam at the end and tied that to we, we, we learned what Captain America thought about justice, but what does God think about justice? Mm-hmm. And justice should be restorative. It is making things right that are off kilter and wrong since the fall Um, And how we as Christians should be living better in community with that thought in mind.
0: Yeah. All of that. Thank you. you. (laughs) Well said. Yes.
1: But as always, this is not the end of the conversation. We want this conversation to spark more talks, conversations over coffee, dinner table, even watching the show together. Let us know how you have engaged with this show or with this topic. We'd love to hear your thoughts, Micah. How can they reach out to you?
0: Well, you can reach out to me on Twitter at jmariemorgan, and you can reach out to Malcolm on Twitter at
1: malcolm D-O-T, media. And you can also use the hashtag. Let's I do this every time. I talk,
0: say, wait, is it talk about it's it? Hash,
1: it's hashtag talk about it pod. Mm-hmm. Um, and let us know how you've. Um, either if you've watched the show or not, if you're interested in watching the show, let us know your thoughts as you're watching it. We'd love to hear from you guys as you are interacting with this content. Um, you know, Marvel has some great stuff coming up as well. Loki's coming out really, Looking really soon.
0: Forward to it. Um, you know, Marvel's got some nice stuff coming out. We gotta, gotta keep At drops. minimum, say what you will about Marvel, but at minimum it's good conversation.
1: It is good conversation.
0: <laughs> well, I think we did a thing. Did we do a thing? I think we did.
1: Well, thank you guys for joining us for this episode of Let's Talk About It. This has been Malcolm Morgan.
0: And Micah Morgan.
1: And we'll see you all next time.